Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Treetop Tour Podcast. I am your host, Leaky, and you know what we do here at the Treetop Tour Podcast. We like to keep it tall about all things big or small. And with that being said, we got some tough topics to talk about tonight. We're going to have to get real serious with one another. We may have to look the person to our left or our right in the eyes and tell them shit got to get better out here, you know? So with that said, I want you guys to um, go get your beverages, you know, your snacks, find a comfortable spot on the couch, you know, roll your smoke, we're going to get ready to go. All right, so here we go, guys. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about this. I didn't want to jump the gun and talk too soon, but um, we're going to have to speak about it now. Because I'm seeing a, a swelling, how can I call it, like a ground swell of um of sentiment regarding this, right? And I don't think people are thinking clearly with this situation. I know we're um I know we're desensitized to the whole police killing black people thing by now because it's happening pretty much on a daily basis, you know. But um. I wanted to talk about this Micaiah Bryant situation here. The young lady from Ohio who was um, fatally shot by the police. Um, I watched the video of the, um, the body cam footage from the officer who you know, killed her or whatnot. And it's going to be a little tough to discuss, right? It's going to be a little tough to say. But I'm just going to say it anyway because... Like I'm tired of this We at the point where we gotta start holding each other accountable Right Like This is what I'm tired of seeing This is what I'm tired of hearing too I'm tired of seeing people Going on their social medias With the free so-and-sos And Free them to his backwards And all this like You know the, the, the the t-shirts printed up and everything like if that person is in jail because they didn't do anything like they were they literally innocent then yeah you do the freedom campaigns i have no problems with that but when you got a guy out here who was committing crimes left and right wasn't being the best citizen he could be or whatever the case may be he may have been like um a detriment to his own neighborhood or someone else's. That's not the person that I want to see y'all scream free him. Like, relative or not. You know, I got some relatives who are in prison for things, right? I got one in particular that, that I say free. But I say him in my mind. I don't post it anywhere. Because I don't think that does anything. But, um. You got people out here. Who will say. Free killer black. Killer Black might have shot four or five fucking people and killed their asses and be sitting in jail for that body, for them bodies. But people will say, free him. I don't think he should be free. Right? Like, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. But I'm working towards something here. I'm just going to start off with the whole freedom campaigns that I see. I don't think that's a, a cool thing to be doing because it's misguided. And it gives these stupid-ass people... It gives them an, um, an idea of, hey, I'll have this support system whether I'm doing good or bad. And we shouldn't want to support people doing bad stuff. I don't care about the circumstances at a certain point. 
Like if you if you in your early twenties up to twenty four and you don't know no better, you ain't doing dumb shit. I'll give you that pass because we all didn't know shit at twenty four, twenty five, and under. But if you above those ages and you still making conscious decisions to do stupid shit, then that's all on you, bro. It's all on you, right? Second thing. Every time we see one of these videos of people getting shot by the police, right? I just seen one tonight that I'll probably get to if I remember by the end of this. But um, I want to talk about this Micaiah Bryant thing. I don't think it's right that people out here saying um, the cops wrong for shooting her, for killing her. I pot like truth be told, I think I want to preserve all life, right? But I know life is not like TV. Art art imitates life to a certain extent, right? And I wish life was like TV shows and movies where the cop has the aim and the skill and the quick decision making to shoot a gun out of a criminal's hand or shoot you in the foot or the angle or whatever the case may be. But in reality, we know that's not the case. They're gonna shoot for. They're gonna shoot for your, your, your center mass is what they call right. They're gonna shoot for your chest, your stomach or something like that. They probably even shoot you in your face because I'm, I'm gonna get, like I said, I'm gonna get to something. So um, I watched this video right, and what I see from the video is I see the cop exit his car. He's walking towards the house where all the commotion is or whatever, right? There's a car look like it's parked in like a driveway or whatever. This young lady in a sweatsuit, I think it's... I don't even know the color. I don't want to say the color, but I know it's a solid color sweatsuit. She's in a sweatsuit standing beside the car as he exits the vehicle. And as he, as he exits the vehicle and goes to walk towards what looks like the house, you see the Makaya girl and the other young lady fighting. Like, they come falling towards the cop, fighting. Now, Micaiah gets up from that and bum rushes the girl in the sweatsuit that was standing by the car. In the, in the left of the video, when you see him exit the car, there's a girl on the left side of the, the, the camera. So, um, she bum rushes her, right? And with, and with her right hand, she raises the knife, like on some Michael Myers shit. She raises the knife, so she's clearly gonna stab this girl. Or at least wants to give the appearance that she wants to stab this girl. And in that split second, the cop had to make a decision, right? Save the life of the young lady who's about to get stabbed. Or not. Now, we all sitting here. Justice for Micaiah. I seen I seen LeBron's stupid ass. Not to call him stupid because, you know, he's in his emotions right now. And he's a, he's a parent, so I'm not really going to knock him too tough, but... You jump in the fucking gun, LeBron. That's what I would say to him if, if he was in my presence. You jump in the gun, bro. I understand you want to help. You want to use your voice for all of the right things. But this right here ain't that. This ain't that. I mean, because y- y- y'all can't see the forest for the trees. Son, if that cop had not shot that young lady, she would have murdered that girl in front of that cop and everyone else. But then there would have still been people on their Facebooks, Instagrams, Twitters, Snapchats, and TikToks talking about justice for the girl because the cop was a murderer. Sometimes I watch these videos and what I see is 
I see people put cops in predicaments that they may not be prepared for, but you still put them in that predicament. And in that predicament, you got a person who's authorized to use a lethal weapon if they feel danger, immediate danger for themselves or others. And you want to come out with a knife like you crazy. Maybe it's my opinion. Maybe it's only my opinion. But I would advise any young person, any young people, if you, if you guys get out there and start fighting. Because we fought a lot in my day when I was a kid, right? And the police didn't come shoot anybody. They didn't break the damn fight up. And we all go our separate ways, you know? But um, since we're living in these times here, if you guys are going to be out there getting stupid and fighting and everything... The moment a cop car pulls up, everybody stop what you're doing. Just stop. If there's a crowd, open that crowd the fuck up. Let them police see. So they ain't got to assume. Right? If you if you the person fighting, stop fighting. Stand up. Put your hands up. It's, it, it sounds crazy. But... <sighs> At this point, we're running out of options of what can we do to preserve our lives when we have these encounters with law enforcement. But we can't continue to blame law enforcement every time they're forced to shoot someone. Because we know there's times where they're not forced to do anything and they do it. Like I said, there's another video that I just saw that I'm going to get to. I think I seen it on Worldstar. But um, we can't always blame the police when sometimes we're the cause of our own demise is all I'm trying to say. And sorry to say, Micaiah Bryant kind of caused her own demise by trying to stab someone in front of the police. That was a stupid ass decision. I don't care what nobody says. And like, I'm being very respectful because like, that's still a young lady who lost her life, right? She's 16 years old, whatever the case may be. And we all know at 16, a lot of us didn't have control over our emotions or that much control over our emotions and the rage you feel as a 16 year old for whatever's not going on right in your lives or whatever you feel like is messed up in your lives that rage swells and you'll take it out on someone to say i want to kill this person and you might want to just do enough damage to them to where you feel like yeah i could have killed that person or something like that right but you just want to get the anger out of you the hurt out of you I don't know what anger and hurt this young lady may have been experiencing in her life. But I'm just saying like that 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 decision right there, that bad decision cost her, her life. You know? And now we got a um we got like a um like an onslaught of people now calling for the guy's job and want him to go to jail because of the um they pretty much want him to suffer the same fate as the guy, what's his name? Derek Chauvin. Chauvin. They want him to suffer the same fate as that guy because that guy is just found guilty of all three counts on 420. So, you know, the black community is counting that as a win, even though it's not really a win yet. The guy hasn't been sentenced. So, um, you know, we were counting our chickens before they hatched with that one is how I feel. But with this one here, I think we're overstepping our bounds. We... We can't just keep coming out every time some shit happens and say, oh, this ain't right because they did it. Sometimes they ain't have no choice but to do it, you know? And if you leave me no choice, who's wrong or who's right in that situation? 
right? Think about it. If you were in that cop's shoes and you got that call about an attempted stabbing, and when you show up, you didn't even get to figure out what's going on yet because the fight's still ongoing. And then you see one of the girls in the fight with the goddamn knife that you got the call about. And she's about to stab someone right in front of you. What do you do? Hmm? He couldn't cover the distance to pull the knife out of her hand because she was already too far away from, from him. So he couldn't run to her and disarm her or anything. He had to act fast. And we all know bullets travel faster than a motherfucker, right? So if I can't close this distance on foot to stop her from stabbing this young lady, I know something that can. This bullet. It's going to travel at the speed of light. Right? So that's what happened with that. And um, I would just ask black people not to jump the gun for every situation. Just like if there's a video to see, if you gotta, if 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 you can stomach it, watch it, analyze it. Cause I watched that damn body cam video about ten times before I made this video. Because when I first saw the video, this is what this is my initial reaction upon seeing it the first time. I said, God damn. That man just got out the car and shot that girl. No questions asked. And I said, I read the title of the video and it was like she had a knife or something like that. So I'm looking, like I rewind the video. So this is me watching it the second time. I rewind the video. Then when you first see it coming to the camera's view, we're fighting the first girl. I didn't see a knife. I think it was almost impossible to see it at that point. But then, like I said, when she went to fight the other girl and she pulled that arm back, that right arm. I saw that motherfucker clear as day. Right? So it changed my opinion of, oh, the guy just walked up on it and gave it to her. So, oh, no, he actually saved the other girl's life. And that's me seeing the forest, for, seeing the trees for the forest, or however you go, how it goes. But, um, yeah, that, that young lady, man, that's an unfortunate situation right there, man. My prayers go out to her family. My prayers go out to the young ladies who was involved in the fight too because it could have turned deadly for them too. Like, we can't just think about Micaiah Bryant in this situation. We got to think about the two young ladies that were going to get stabbed by Micaiah Bryant, especially the one that was up against the car because that right there looked like one of them scenes in the movie where the guys, like, um, there's two guys fighting over the knife or whatever, and one gets the knife, and then he's like, Sitting on the other guy's chest and they're fighting over the knife. And he's about to stab him in his neck or his face or something like that. And then out of nowhere, the guy who was knocked out five minutes ago pops up out of nowhere. And just as his friend's about to get killed, he shoots the guy off. He saves his friend. That's what that shit kind of felt like for that young lady, I would imagine. Like, she's about to meet her demise and then she heard them gunshots. Saved her life. But like I said, it's, it's fucked up that we out here doing this shit. And I just don't like the mentality that us as black people have whenever we see these fucking encounters. Like, we go right back to that same hive-like mind of, oh, here they go doing it to us again. But we never looking at what the fuck we doing. And I'm probably the last person to be telling us this shit. But like I said, this is the Treetop Tall Podcast. I can't say it enough. We're going to keep it tall about all things big or small. I mean, we ain't going for popular opinion. We're going for what's right. And what's right is we got to start conducting ourselves in a better manner. 
I'm not saying act like a white person and do all the goofy shit. I'm just saying know your worth and carry yourself as such. Don't be out here fighting over whatever the fuck they was fighting over. This shit don't make no sense. Like the older you get, the more you realize certain things don't make no sense. And you don't waste your time on those things because they don't make any sense. So the shit is just weird. So um, in closing to that. And I just want to know what another thing, because like I said, if that's a foster home, who's running the foster home and where were they? If it's a group home, who's running the group home? And where were they? Like, where were the guardians in this situation? Because that's my theme for everything I'll talk about tonight. Besides the last thing. But where are the guardians? Like, I think the parents of all three of those young ladies failed them. Because I, I could have swore I seen an adult or two out there witnessing this goddamn fight. And that's that's another thing. We can't keep recording shit. We can't always intervene either. So I'm not going to encourage y'all to do that because some people lose their lives that way. You know? But we got to figure something out because what we doing ain't it. It just ain't it. It just ain't it. Now, um, give me a quick second. Uh, come back. We're going to talk about the other, the other viral video that's going on this week with this police shooting. Tonight's episode is police shooting theme. If you didn't know by now, so um, if you need to get a break, go get some air, smoke a cigarette or whatever. You got ten seconds. Okay, okay. So we're back, and um, all right. In this next segment, we're going to talk about the thirteen-year-old boy that was shot. By the police in the gangway. I believe it was Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minneapolis, something like that. Alright, well, um, I'm not gonna be too long on this one because I don't I, I don't have much to go on with this besides once again I saw the body cam footage of this incident as well. And from the reports that I've heard, the kid was outside, I think he's 13 years old, he was outside at three o'clock in the morning. Shooting at cars. I think cars that were driving by, something like that. Where he was shooting at cars, is what they said. So I'm gonna start this off with this one. Where were this kid's parents? Where is the parental supervision that a 13 year old is outside at 3 o'clock in the morning shooting a gun? And he's out with a 21. The other guy was 21 or something? So, um. I, w- I would go out on a limb and say maybe um maybe the kid was holding the gun for the older guy or whatever but in this day and age you don't know because these 13 year old kids it's like it's, not, it's another topic for another day but um so the kid's running up the alleyway or whatever the cop's giving chase and then the cop sees the gun like the way the kid's pulling the gun out of his pocket like you can almost tell at the last moment because you can't tell initially when he's pulling it out in my opinion but at like the last moment of him pulling out that gun you can almost tell like he wants to throw it but it was like the way he like went to get it out it was almost like he was going to get it out to like you know maybe shoot at a motherfucker I don't know I'm not a cop but the cop saw the gun and man 
he put that boy down, man. But once again, I want to I want to stress the fact that we as a community, it's it's no longer, oh that's not my problem, oh that's not my kid, because one day it could be your kid, and you don't want your neighbors thinking the way you're thinking right now, with the oh longs it ain't me and mine, right? So, at some point we got to get back to being a village. Like I mean, like really being a village. Like you got to like I remember when I was a kid, right? I'm 40 years old. When I was a kid, if I cut school and like the drug dealers from my neighborhood saw me or something, like the people who were doing bad, like doing wrong, committing crimes in the neighborhood, would chastise you about cutting school. Yeah. You know, like the the, the winos in front of the liquor store, they'd even tell you you should have your ass in school. The drug dealers, you should have your ass in school. I'm gonna tell your parents. Friends of your parents, they wouldn't even tell you nothing. They just wait till they see your parents. Oh, yeah, I seen your son, your daughter cutting school, seen them on this block. Then when you get home, you got to deal with that, right? Because that's the village helping you raise your child, keeping your kid on the straight and narrow. Because if we all turn our, our, our backs to these children and turn blind eyes, they're going to be out here doing everything and anything. And you see what they're doing right now, right? Because why? Motherfuckers say it ain't their kids. I think they problems. The only thing I've seen parents say in the past 20 years is this. Just keep that bad kid away from my kid. No. They're not sitting there trying to like help kids remain to be good kids. It's like, oh, he's a bad apple now. Just keep away from my kid. That doesn't work. That doesn't help. You might need more help than your household can provide. You know? Like, you might have a, um, a two-parent household, but you still might need that village. Just so that kid knows. There's eyes like, because I know when I was a kid, right? My mother would tell me things like this. She'd be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go somewhere for the day. Like, maybe she had somewhere to be, like, work or some shit. But she would always tell me and my brother. She got eyes and ears all over the neighborhood, right? Meaning... Any of her friends that see us doing some shit we shouldn't be doing, they gonna tell her. And then we gonna have to answer for that shit when she get home. That stopped at some point. And I don't get it because a lot of these parents are friends with each other. It's it's not like you don't know this kid's parent. You might have been their best friend in public school or something or whatever the case may be. But there's six degrees of separation. So we all know each other one way or another. And just to not watch, just to not care, I would say. Just just to not care what happens to, like, your neighbor's kids because it ain't your kids going through it. That's kind of crazy to me. And I don't even have children. But, um, yeah, so the kid's outside. He's outside well past midnight shooting off firearms. That's the end of the story. Police ready to get the phone call about the gun being discharged, so they're not gonna hesitate to shoot if they see a gun. I guarantee you. Like, I've watched enough video of police killing people to know a couple of things, right? One being this: if they get a phone call about a firearm, they're already on edge, right? Two: if they get a call about a firearm that's 
been discharged or being discharged. They're coming on high alert. They ain't trying to talk. They see that gun, shit gonna get bad. Real bad. Right? Three. They got that call about a gun being discharged, right? Now, when they get to the scene, motherfuckers is running. That already tells them things ain't right about the situation, right? It's another red flag. And then the last one. When they see the goddamn weapon. Like I said, ain't nobody sitting there trying to figure out what's going on. If the call said motherfucker shooting a gun, then I see a motherfucker with a gun. And the, like my call already told me this gun has been fired, which means they're willing to shoot this shit because they was already shooting it before I got here. Tells me they might be wanting to shoot me too. So I got to shoot them first, right? Fucked up, well, fucked up way of thinking, but I guess that's how it happens. So... We spoke about that. Now, um, we're not going to go to break yet. I just want to get into this one real quick, too, because I've seen it being covered by everyone all week. So I'm just going to gloss over it briefly. The female cop that shot um, the kid, Deshaun the, the, the Wright or something like that, right? I'm not falling for that one. Mm-mm. I'm not falling for that shit. Like I said, with the with the Micaiah thing, I believe Micaiah may have been in the wrong. With the thing with the thirteen year old boy, I believe the young man was in the wrong as well. But this right here, nigga, this shit right here, nigga, no, this one can't fly if it had sixteen wings, because they said this lady had over twenty plus years on the job, right? And from what I saw from the body cam, more body cam video. Thank God for this body cam video. Sometimes, but um, what I saw from the video was this. I saw the lady have a little piece of white paper in her left hand, right? When she walked up to them, she had a piece of paper in her left hand. The rookie that they're training, he he he, he was doing what he was doing, right? Whatever it is he doing. But um. You got the rookie cop on the left side of the car. You got the older white cop on the right side of the car. I don't know his rank, so forgive me for saying he's an older white cop. I didn't mean for it to sound like that. But the older gentleman's on the um, right side, on the passenger side. Nothing looks like an immediate threat for someone to draw their weapons, right? Nothing. Because they didn't draw their weapons. But she drew hers. And you heard her say... Taser, taser, taser. That's her giving warning to her partners she's going to deploy the taser gun. Right? If you've seen enough videos, you know what that is. When they say taser, they're about to fire that shit. So she says taser three times and then pulled out a gun. Now, I've seen the videos where a lot of the cops are saying the protocol for. You no know, discharging the taser and everything and where to keep it and how to keep it and ways to not make that mistake. And they're all saying the same thing. That should have never had happened. Like there proto- there are protocols in place for things like that to not happen. You don't mistake the butter knife for the butcher knife. <laughs> right? Excuse me. You don't mistake the butter knife for the butcher knife. So as one cop put it. 
You know, the taser gun weighs ounces. And it's yellow, like a bright yellow. The firearm is the firearm. It weighs a couple pounds. It's either black or silver, gunmetal, depending on which, whatever the finish is on it. So you can't make you can't make those mistakes based on weight, is what I'm saying with that, right? Now with weight and with sight, you can't make those mistakes. Like I said, one one thing is bright yellow, yellow things, gunmetal or black, right? So you know what those are when you see those colors, and you would know what those are when you felt those weights in each hand. So those two right there disqualify anything. Now, thirdly, here's the nail in the coffin. All of the police say the same thing about this. They say, um, you keep your firearm on your dominant hand side of your body. You keep the taser gun on your least dominant hand side body. So if you're right-handed, your firearm will be on your right side and your taser will be on your left and vice versa if you're left-handed. So they tell you, if you're gonna fire the taser in your right-handed, right, you would have to reach across your body to your left side to get to the taser gun. You don't reach for the hip on your dominant side because that is the firearm. They train you to remember this thing in the heat of battle, heat of an action, or whatever the case may be is what some of these police have said. And um, this is what's happened. The, the lady claimed she made a mistake. But then she resigned. And I imagine she did that to keep her pension and things like that intact. Hopefully those things will be stripped for her. Because like people right now calling for the um the job of the Ohio cop that shot the Makaya girl. They're calling for um, you know, this lady too to get the same treatment as the Chauvin guy. Now, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing... She absolutely should get the Derek Chauvin treatment, but I believe Derek Chauvin got off a little easy because it was manslaughter charges, right? I think he should have got first degree murder because I think that carries a lengthier sentence. So for this 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 female officer, because I don't know her name right now at present, I think I think she should suffer. Just as much of a fate as the Chauvin guy, if not a worse fate. Because what he did, he knew he was doing that shit. He knew he was depriving that man of life. So he, he should get everything he got coming to him, right? Now, this lady here, she chose to pull that gun and shoot that kid. I don't care what nobody say. She probably thought she'd be a rock star in her precinct or some shit like that or whatever. Get her little five minutes of fame. But it backfired. Because we're looking at the body cam footage And nobody felt the threat but you, sweetheart And nobody went for the gun but you And you yelled taser three times Which means you had the presence of mind To go for the fucking taser If you're already warning people you're about to use this shit So you gotta make that make sense for me and everybody else Cause it don't make sense It's not even making sense To the other fucking cops And we all know They like to stick together That that blue wall of silence Is real We know But they They even making the videos They they're disgusted by this shit Like And I'm not mad 
I actually want more good cops to make those videos. I want more good cops to speak up about the bad cops. Because for far too long, the good motherfuckers ain't want to say nothing because they ain't want to be mixed in with the bad niggas. But now I guess they're getting tired of that shit too. Like, look, we going out here, our lives in danger because you. You get out here, you want to fuck people over and do all the bullshit, violate people's rights and all that shit, and possibly kill motherfuckers because you know you might get away with it nine times out of ten. But where does that leave me when I'm not doing what you're doing? I might be out here trying to actually serve the community and lose my life because of your recklessness and foolishness. So, yeah, I appreciate good cops for speaking up on those bad cops. I would like them to take it a step further and just, like, put out a list of names of all the gladiator police. Like, all of them. All of the ones with, like, discrepancies and write-ups and disciplinaries. Put them all out there in Front Street. Because, as I've learned... When it comes to these bad apples, they don't get rid of the bad apples. They just reshuffle the bunch. You know, they spread them around. If it's 10 of them in one place, they'll spread them around. It'll be 10 new locations with bad apples in there. Infected everything else around them. So, thanks to the good cops that speak out about the bad cops. Because it lends more credibility to the fact that we're not going crazy when we tell you this shit's happening to us. And it feels weird. Like, this shit is by design. Right? So, thank you to those guys who lend their voices to, to the causes that need to be heard. Now, um, the George Floyd shit. Yeah, like I said, guilty, guilty, guilty. Cool, but it's manslaughter. Manslaughter 2 or something like that. I just want the guy to get the book thrown at him for real. Like, if they say, because I heard something about the judge telling them, he won't be eligible for parole or programs and things of that nature, whatever. I hope that means the guy has no shot of getting out of jail anytime sooner than death. That's all I'm hoping. Right? Nine for an eye. Like, everybody wants to go for the Bible or some shit, but doesn't the Bible say something about an eye for an eye? And isn't there a saying that says an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind? Fuck it. We can feel with our hands. I mean, maybe somebody that cut this shit up before we all go blind. But um, yeah, serious note. That was like a um like a semi-win for the black community. Because in my mind, the system throwing us a bone because they already knew had they not did that and came to that verdict, that city was gonna burn to the ground. That's just my belief. I think they was gonna really tear that city apart, and we already seen with last year how bad that city got it. And you see the politicians let them have it like that. So um that's that. But then I want to talk about this, this last video that I saw of um, somebody came footage involved as well. It's an officer, a caution, a gentleman with a, um, with a knife in his hand, jaywalking in the street in the intersection. The cops calm at first with the, hey, come here, buddy, let me talk to you. What's going on? Guys like, hey, no, get away from me. Got nothing to say to you, yada, yada. The same rhetoric. And um, when he got when he got when he approached the guy closer, the guy pulled out the knife and was like, "Don't come near me!" Yada yada yada. But then the guy just stood there. So the guy pulls out this little ass knife. Mind you, his knife is smaller than the knife that that young lady had in Ohio. It's like um like a flip knife or something. So he pulled the knife out. He said what he said to the cop. The cop saw the knife, pulled out a gun, 
in my opinion, it looks like he raised the gun higher. Like, like it almost looked like he aimed for the guy's face. If you ask me, you'll have to determine on your own what you see when you see the video. But what I saw was, it looked like the gun was aimed at like the guy's chest at first, and then he raised it a level higher, like maybe hit him in his face, or neck, or something. Cause he shot the guy one round, and the guy he went down like a sack of potatoes. Like, and in in that situation, I don't think that was warranted. I don't think that guy deserved to die because he was having whatever fuck kind of day he was having. Because we just seen that shit a couple weeks ago. The fucking the guy killed some shit, and what the police say, he was having a bad day. So he can have a bad day and kill motherfuckers. But black people can't have a bad day and just pull out a weapon and say, look, just stay away from me before I use this weapon on you. And I'm not going to lie, from what I saw in that video right there, this cop was close enough and there was not enough going on for him to... He could have actually like, shot this guy in the leg. Like, no funny shit. He could have hit him in like, a non-lethal area if he wanted to, but he aimed, like, he aimed for that guy's face. Shot him dead. You know? But again, even that guy was acting a little reckless in his actions. Because like when the cop was like, hey, come here, let me talk. What's going on? Yada, yada. Guys, the fuck out of here. You know how the shit we do. But then he went left pulling out the knife. Like the guy, the cop was kind of calm until... He still was kind of calm even when he did see the knife. This is why I feel like he didn't need to shoot that man fatally. But we're living in a world where we already know what the game is, right? We already know who the players are. And how they play. Why are we still falling victims to this shit? Why? Why? Why is it so easy to trick us off the street and out of our shoes? Because that's what I call them when you let the police kill you. You got tricked out your shoes. They shot you out your fucking shoes. I mean, because sometimes we get these mentalities like... So what? None of none of the shit we doing matters, but nigga just did us dirty. Mm, can't be living like that, man. We can't be living like that. We cannot be living like that. This shit is getting out of hand. And so far this week, I've seen one, two, three. I've seen four. No, I'm lying. I've seen five. There's one I'm not going to talk about tonight. I didn't really want to bring that one up. But I've seen five police-involved shootings this week on, on camera. A lot of them were body cam cameras. One of them was like, you know, property cameras that caught some stuff. But this is getting out of hand. It's 2021. You see what's going on with the... Um, with the hot shot I, I, I want to save that for another day too So I think I'm going to save that for another episode But we're going to talk about that too Because that's getting crazy too Like you got motherfuckers offering you donuts Fucking free joints of weed Fucking um They even telling the McDonald's employees Like yo if you get vaccinated We're going to give you like a vaccination pay a Vaccination hazard pay Some shit like that Like you pretty much can offer the money you should have been offering their ass for coming to work anyway in this pandemic. But you tell them they can't get it unless they take that fucking, that death stroke. That's what I'm going to call it. That shit is a death stroke. Because 
We're hearing about some of the reports about what it's doing to motherfuckers, right? I'm just going to talk on the briefly before we go. We hear about some of the ill effects that has happened to some of the folks. We don't hear about the great successes. Well, I guess so. Excuse me. I guess even people don't want to highlight them. Or just maybe they might not be that real. No, but I know we hear about a a lot of the um, side effects and everything. Like the bad stuff is happening with these these death strokes and people continue to take them like I got folks at my job here they were happy to take them oh got my shot two weeks later motherfuckers in their houses on death's door you feel me so um yeah we gonna talk about that too cause they like that's some weird shit I've never seen nobody say like hey like every year they never even told you some shit like yo you know if you get the flu shot you get some free chicken wings from KFC. Like there never was an incentive for the flu shot. But for this one, there is. And not enough people are questioning that shit. So I'll just, like I said, I'll save it for another day. But for now, I'm your host, Leaky. This is the Treetop Tour Podcast. You guys have a blessed one.